Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Millennial Business Podcast, brought to you by Millennial Girls Media, where we teach you how to live, lead, create, and earn like a millennial. Our generation knows that technology and the way people do business over the next few years is going to blow your mind. So, if you want to stay up to date and relevant in this ever-changing world, strap in and get ready for the ride of your life. I'm your host, Taylor Victoria, and I'm going to teach you how millennials do business. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Millennial Business Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Victoria, and today I'm joined by the most beautiful, amazing woman that I got introduced to by a friend. Her name is Angelica. Thank you so much for joining me today. So nice to be here. I, it's Angelica. My name is quite annoying. <laughs> Oh, I'm so sorry. Guys, this is what happens when you get introduced to each other via email and not in person. (laughs) In English, we don't have like the little accents on top of things Mm -hmm. to tell you where to put the emphasis. Mm -hmm. So it's it's a challenging one. It's a tricky one, but. Well, I'm sorry. (laughs) I apologize. Um, But I do know a little bit about your story and and what you've been doing. So if you wouldn't mind, um, I would love to kick off the episode with you sharing a little bit about yourself, how you got to where you are today. You are doing some epic stuff, um, traveling all around the world, doing some amazing things in the health and wellness space. So do you want to tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Yeah, thanks. Uh, So... Angel to friends, because it's easier, as we've just discovered why. <laughs> less, less complication. Um, and I started my journey in the health and wellness industry at 21. I decided to officially make a leap. I was living in LA at the time. I was living in the fast lane, stars in my eyes in the entertainment industry. Had moved over there uh, against the advice of many wise people I now see at the time. <laughs> um, and just kind of got swept up in all of it and really didn't think I would, but it's a powerful torrent, Los Angeles and the entertainment industry and found myself just really lacking any um, fulfilling relationships, lacking structure, lacking um, sanity, really. I found myself emotionally, physically, spiritually, financially bankrupt and was like, something has to change. Um, mm. And I had already been practicing yoga at that stage, although obviously not for six months or so for 10 years at that time. And I'd already trained as a teacher and, and was really um, believed in that practice. So I decided, okay, I'm just going to start deepening that practice again. I'm going to start meditating again. I'm going to like get clear of going out and the partying and the drugs and all that stuff, living in the fast lane. I'm going to slow down and get outside and meditate and do yoga. And then from there I decided, okay, I'm going to start, having friends over and just giving them free sessions and if they want it. And so many of my friends were like, this is what you're supposed to be doing and we're just loving it. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. Um, fell in love, moved to London. And when I got to London, as many people I'm sure listening can resonate with, when you're in a new place, whether it's on holiday or whatever, it's so much easier to change habits. And that's mm. actually part of our physiology as well, new environments. So pro tip, if you're wanting to start a new habit, you don't have to wait till then, but shifting our environment, even in a small way, redecorating your house, whatever can really help. So get to London. I'm like all in on the yoga teaching, teaching in studios, very quickly develop a one-to-one client base. And as we were talking about um, before we hit record, uh, my one-to-one clients very quickly started wanting to know about um, 
the fight they had with their sister or their relationship with their mom or sex with their boyfriend or can you come to the supermarket with me or can you teach me how to cook and before I know it I'm at the supermarket with clients or cooking with them or you know having all these life conversations and philosophy conversations um helping them to see things in a new way just based on the spiritual stuff um which I'm obsessed with so I'm reading and absorbing all these books and podcasts and um, religious texts and just absorbing, absorbing, absorbing. And I know not everyone is obsessed with this stuff, but there are cliff notes and points that are like important, right? So mm-hmm. um, in that way, I just really naturally transitioned to sharing that information with my clients and developing what essentially was a life coaching business. I didn't know at the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I then uh, ended that relationship, ended up back in LA um, <laughs> And therefore didn't have my one-to-one client base anymore, but still wanted to do this. So I thought, okay, I'm just going to start again, sharing this information that I'm learning, absorbing, mulling over and how I'm applying it to my life and what's happening on Facebook. So started doing Facebook lives and they started to gain traction. And I started to get people reaching out saying, Hey, can you coach me online? So I was like, sure. Great. Amazing. Um, I can do this online. Uh, And that was great. And then developed over time a really healthy, great one-to-one coaching model. Um, And I loved it. And I still still do one-to-one today and I still really love it. But there was a part that was missing because so many people wanted access to the information, but not everyone can afford the huge price tag of a life coach, right? Like. Mm. And it makes sense that people have to charge good money for what they do because, you, you know, you need to survive as well. And you're charging, you're exchanging time. Um, so we know that that model Mm. essentially requires us to charge more. Um, and the reason, I mean, fast forward even more growing up in my household, the reason I even had previous to my own, (laughs) like meltdown, let's say, um, (laughs) even had a spiritual practice was because I had grown up in a home where by the time I was 12, it was very apparent there was a lot of issues with mental health and addiction. So growing up, going in and out of rehab facilities, visiting the loved ones, going in and out of mental health facilities, um, it became very apparent to me that the stakes of this whole taking care of yourself thing were very high, that this Mm. is very real. Um, And so fast forward to me doing all this one-to-one coaching and feeling that I'm helping people change their lives and realising that, hang on a minute, there are so many more people that want access to these tools. The life coaching industry as a whole is not catering to them. It's not Mm. rocket science, you know, but until you know, you don't know. Like until you know how to do a simple box breath to calm yourself down, you don't know. Until you know how anxiety works, what it is and how to unwind it with your breath, like you don't know, but it's not rocket science. And yet we're not taught this stuff. We're not taught how to have hard conversations, how to understand what to do when you're feeling overwhelmed by emotion how to, you know, communicate effectively, how to build self-esteem. Like these are simple fundamental principles of being an effective human being. And yet it's not rocket science. It is simple tools. Once you know, you know, but until you don't, you don't. And everyone Mm. else is charging a $5,000 price tag, if not more, reserving these tools for the CEOs, the top athletes and the celebrities. And what about the rest of us? And I thought this doesn't make sense. And that's when I decided to create Lit Up For Life. Amazing. And for everybody who doesn't know what uh, Lit Up For Life is, do you want to um, give them an explanation? Because you just told me about it, um, explained in detail 
uh, before before we started recording, and it's absolutely epic. I am so on board with everything that you're doing and everything that you're providing to people um, and making it so accessible for everybody around the world. So do you want to um, share with the audience what, what it is? Yeah, I'd love to. Uh, so basically, it is... Uh, an online learning platform, which makes it sound super boring. (laughs) (laughs) I like to say it's like the Netflix of wellness. You can log on and there's just access to yoga videos and plant-based cooking tutorials and life coaching sessions and mindfulness and productivity hacks and organization techniques and guided um, meditation audios and just like so much content that you can log in. And I also like to think of it like, I use the term vibrational training wheels and people who are going to be like, what the F does that mean? (laughs) Before I had a group of really supportive friends who are doing what I say is inner work, right? Mm -hmm. In order to create a meaningful life, we all have inner work. We don't get to skip doing it. We just don't. (laughs) You can try, but like we all know. Agreed. Good luck with that. Um, (laughs) Call me when you're done. Um, In order to do our inner work, you know, we we need to be... um, engaging with material that helps us see life a different way so that we can act a different way and then feel a different way. Mm-hmm. But before I had friends that were in the work, I needed to feel inspired to do that. So I would find myself reading, like I was saying, obsessed reading and watching and helping myself to feel uplifted. Cause then I might go back into my regular everyday life and feel kind of like, Oh, again, by the mm-hmm. weight of the, you know, regular circumstances I was facing until I was ready to transform those. So it's, it's also that for people. Yes, they get the skills of learning how to cook plant-based meals and do yoga and meditation and life coaching, but it's also a place where you can go to feel uplifted and inspired rather than, let's say, all the content we consume, switching on our computer, TV, Instagram, and how many of us walk away from that feeling absolutely deflated and definitely not inspired to be living a better life. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Um, and so you were, you were talking about each week, there's different sessions, there's different, um, Facebook live trainings. Do you want to, um, share a little bit about that sort of stuff? Sort of what, if, if someone was to start using your platform and log in for the first time for their first week, what would, what would they find in the platform? Uh, great question. They would find a whole bunch of video content, like I just described. Yeah. Um, then every single week that content gets updated. So they get three more sessions, one for mind, one for body, one for soul. And our mind sessions are all life coaching stuff around having a healthy mind. So that's the organizational stuff, the productivity hacks, mindfulness, meditations, the soul sessions are life coaching with a soulful edge. It's more about compassion, goodness, mm. process emotion, stuff like that. And then the body sessions, you'll either have a yoga session each week or alternating with the plant-based cooking tutorial. Um, so that's the content side of it. And then, yeah, every week, um, we have a live training where people jump on the platform itself. It's all hosted on the site still. And it's sometimes me, or sometimes I have other experts on that I can kind of pick their brains and I've had tantra teachers and experts in healing trauma and all kinds of fun (laughs) stuff. And we just get to dive in and then all of our members uh, can comment live because I kind of had this feeling when I was creating the platform, it's like. Even right now, right? You have listeners on a podcast are listening. They're like, oh, but they have a question and they want to ask mm. it. Like, mm-hmm. oh, but how would that apply to me or my life? So um, we wanted to set the platform up so that users could like interact with the training um, live. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess the final aspect would be the, um, the accountability and the community forum. So we have mm. a 
community forum there, which is kind of just a place where people can share whatever they want. We have people sharing really vulnerable shares of like what they're going through and just allowing everyone else to kind of rise up and support them. Or um, we have a thread about morning routines. Everyone just sharing, well, I do this and this and this and this works or I'm having trouble with this. And everyone just can kind of chime in and um, again, have that feeling of like, you're not alone, even if there's no one else around you that's um, making these choices to do their inner work or do it in this way. Um, there are other people out there and it kind of helps to support you, especially when you feel like, yeah, maybe no one else in your immediate environment mm. is doing that. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. And what would you say to someone who um, potentially they're just starting out their business, um, they're not really involved in the personal development world um, and they're potentially not even aware that they um, have uh, in a, I guess, inner dominating thoughts, inner stories, inner all of the the bad things, not necessarily bad, but all of the challenging things that we have going on in our own minds. Some yeah. people I feel are not even actually aware that um, they have those sorts of things that they need to be working on. Um, we're not taught in school. We should be, but we're not. <laughs> no, not at all. That's just, it's not something we're taught at all. And so how do how would people go about um becoming aware of these sorts of things these stories or um thoughts that might be holding them back um to even begin to think about working through them yeah that's a great question i would say um notice how you feel mm. so your your state your the way we feel our emotions are a response of our thoughts so it's not what happens to us, it's what we make that mean, right? Now, there are certain scenarios that surely pretty much everyone is going to derive that, that that's atrocious or tra traumatizing or tra a tragedy, right? But yeah, the, those are the exceptions. And we all have those, surely, most of us, right? Um, and also day to day, how we're feeling is usually more a result of what we're making things mean. So the thoughts we think, our body doesn't know the difference essentially between reality and what we're thinking. Like, mm. let's say I get a flat tire. I could be like, oh, okay, flat tire. Um, I guess I'm going to need to call someone or I guess I'm going to need to fix it. Or, oh my God, why is this happening to me? Blah, 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 blah. And layer, adding this extra layer yeah. of pain on top of an already inconvenient situation. So mm. the state I'm going to feel is going to be determined on the thoughts I'm thinking. So I would say step one for people wanting to get involved in this or to decide, do I even have inner work to do is how are you feeling day to day? Do you feel clear and happy and energized and productive and all those amazing things um, calm? Or are you feeling um, stressed, worried, anxious, fearful, angry, mm. um, aloof, withdrawn? You know, are you shutting down or lashing out? These are all signs that there's stuff going on inside of you. Um, and the amazing news is, is that we can work on that, you know? Mm. So I would just say, notice your state. Um, and then if you do decide, okay, I want to do some inner work, find someone you resonate with. Cause I think we were saying this um, before we started recording, like yeah, it's not, um, no one's really saying anything new in the wellness industry. <laughs> they want to like pretend <laughs> they are, but we're not, we're just saying the same fundamental universal principles in a million different ways, because until yeah. you hear it in the way that you resonate with, you're not going to, it's not going to land. So just find someone oh, really? talking about this stuff in a way that resonates with you. 
um, so that they can support you, whether it's a book, a podcast, a platform, a coach, a therapist, whoever, whatever, engage with some kind of a content material person that helps you to shift your perspective. Because that's in A Course in Miracles, which is a fantastic book, that they say that that's the only miracle there ever, really ever is, is the shifting mm. of perspective. So when we can see things differently, when we can yes. see things differently, we can act differently. If I, if I think differently, if I change the way I'm thinking about something, life will then give me the opportunity to act on that and then act differently. And then I will feel differently and experience life differently. But most of us are trying to do that the other way around. We're trying to get, fix our insides by fixing our outsides. Mm. And, um, I don't know about everyone else. Maybe it's working for them. It didn't work for <laughs> Didn't work for me either. <laughs> <laughs> It's so, um, no, and I totally agree with everything you said. Um, first, firstly, um, just going back to how you can hear things a thousand times, but uh, in a thousand different ways, but it might just be that one person that you resonate with that says it a little bit differently to the other people, then that's really what's going to click. Um, recently, I was doing a, a workshop here in Bali at, with, uh, it's called, fear to flow and basically moving from a place of fear and scarcity to flow and abundance. And um, I was talking about this uh, old situation, uh, an ex-boyfriend that I feel broke my heart, blah, 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 still was holding on to a little bit of the pain. And I'd heard a million times, Oh, but without the, without the sadness, you wouldn't know the feeling of love. Um, without the pain, you wouldn't have the, the, um, amazing feelings as well. And I'd, I'd heard it so many times and I don't know why it clicked this time, but on the second day of the workshop and I came back and I'm like, guys, I had this realization that if I didn't feel that pain, then I wouldn't know how to love properly either. And they're like, yeah. uh, yeah, that's like pretty obvious. And I'm like, how has this only clicked with my brain now? <laughs> like, amazing that we can have those moments every day if we choose absolutely epic because you might even again in four years time have the same realization the same insight and go but no 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 no. i thought i knew then but now i really get it it's like it doesn't end i I have a friend that says there's always further to go and never anywhere to get so beautiful realization though and very true yeah totally um (laughs) And, and also uh, you said sort of the first thing to, for people to think about is how you feel daily. Mm. It, you can, you can all, you can think about how you feel, but also I think um, start becoming aware of the thoughts that keep coming up in your mind as well, because it's the feelings, but it's also the repetitive little um, negative self-talk thoughts that we have in our mind. Um, if you're having these constantly, oh, I can't do this. I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. Um, I don't deserve a pay rise or I don't deserve this. Um, I can't do that. These are all very um, negative and uh, limiting beliefs. So if, if people have these sorts of beliefs as well, then I think it's definitely um, if, if you're listening guys and you do have these sorts of um, beliefs and, and thoughts that are coming up regularly for you, then mm. I think that's definitely another sign that potentially you need to um, start looking into doing a little bit of um, work on your, 
on your thoughts and your mindset and how you're feeling, because I think your thoughts and your feelings make up your energy and your vibration and who you are. And you always want to make sure that you're vibrating at such a high level because when you're vibrating at high levels, you attract other people who are vibrating at high levels. And then like everyone's just vibrating and having an epic, awesome time. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, totally. I, I completely agree. People, um, the only reason I say watch how you feel is some people haven't practiced observing their thoughts yet because that's, that's a practice. That's a skill. Yeah. Um, so if you don't know how to observe your thoughts, sometimes an easy entry point is we all know how when we feel shit, you know? Mm, very true. <laughs> so reverse engineer it. I would say yes and like yes, notice mm. how you feel and then notice your thoughts. So if you're feeling shit, instead of going, I'm going to act from this place, and continue claiming more shit feelings because <laughs> really that's what we do. Um, Paul Selig says any action taken in fear will claim more fear or Albert yeah. Einstein said no problem can be um, solved at the same level of consciousness it was created. So it's like if you notice the mood and the feeling, then to your point, I agree, then say, okay, now what are the thoughts that I'm thinking right now? What's the tone of my inner dialogue? Would I ever speak this way to someone that I love or even a stranger? <laughs> Probably not. Wow. I love that. That's epic. Would you ever speak that way to someone else? Because so many people's thoughts that they, uh, one of my friends here at the co-working space came and sat down next to me the other day Mm. and I was like, Hey girl, how are you? And she's like, honestly, I just effing hate myself. And I was like, what? And I was like sitting there having a great day and she's like, I genuinely just hate myself and I don't know how to make myself not hate myself. And I was like, wow, that is heavy because I'm so fortunate that um, I was brought up. I had quite a, oh, I had a very positive um, and good childhood when I was younger. It got shitty when I was a teenager, but when I was younger, it was really good and positive. So I think I was lucky in terms of, um, the foundations, I guess, of my brain and my thought patterns were very positive totally. and happy. Um, but mm. I know so many people aren't fortunate enough to have experienced that same thing. Um, totally. And yeah. what a beautiful gift that for whatever reason you, she felt safe enough with you to, to speak the truth because that's actually a huge and courageous leap that she took. Yeah. Many people are feeling that way, but they don't feel safe enough or have a safe place so they can express that. So um, I'd actually say as, as heavy as that may have felt, that's a really positive step in the right direction to share vulnerably with someone. This is actually how yeah. I'm honestly feeling. Um, at least you can move forward from there, you know? Mm, very mm. true. I, I did actually didn't think of that. So I might send her a message after this and acknowledge her for being brave enough right. to share it with me because yeah, that is a, a very, a very, um, it's hard. Yeah, totally. It's hard to reach out and especially millennials. Speaking of, you know, we've got so much uh, engagement online that we're oft- a lot of us are losing our soft skills how to have hard. I mean, most people weren't educated how to have a hard conversation anyway or modeled it. Like, <laughs> so that times we're barely having any conversations. <laughs> like, I mean, we, we need skills. We need tools. We need support. Um, exactly. Your friend to go and speak to someone. Go and mm. support if, if you're um, able to, I would definitely suggest. Yeah. Well, she's, she's started working with a mindset coach now and she's improved a lot in the last couple of weeks. So um, I told her the other day, actually, I was super proud of her. So um, yeah. But so it, does your platform 
help with that sort of stuff in terms of um, changing limiting beliefs and all, all of those things that we were just speaking about? Do you have, um, do you have soul sessions or uh, lessons or tutorials on those sorts of topics? 100%. That's what Beautiful. it's all about. Uh, we have, we go all into core belief exploration and re like resetting and rewiring. We talk a lot about from the science perspective as well. I break it down and hopefully do my oh. best, make it engaging of like, how does our mind work? How yeah. do we form habits? How mm -hmm. can we make that easier and optimize that? Um, where does self-esteem and self-talk come from? And like, how is it built? Cause again, as well, like confidence is a skill. Self-esteem, mm. like you say, you know, for some of us, we have a great start in life and therefore, self-esteem is good but for the for a lot of us we don't and mm -hmm. and it takes work to to um understand our needs and really fundamentally every single thing we do is trying to fulfill a need right or we do it because we believe it'll make us feel better which is we do it because we believe, believe it will satisfy our needs mm. and so um for most of us even learning to get in touch with the fact that we even have needs um and that <laughs> there's healthier more loving way for us to satisfy those needs that there's a me and therefore there are boundaries like we talk all about setting boundaries how to set healthy boundaries how to have hard conversations that's um, important all the things, <laughs> all the setting, things. setting boundaries has been a game changer for me in terms of my own personal mindset because uh my mm -hmm. there's a lot of uh, issues back in australia with my family and stuff and um I, I let it hold me back in the past, but really since moving here, I've had to set very clear boundaries and say, okay, guys, I actually don't want to let this hold me back anymore. So I don't want to talk about these sorts of things. And just having that conversation and saying, okay, these are some topics that I don't really want to talk about anymore. Uh, helped improve my relationship with my family back home so much because I was able to set that boundary. And then now the things that we talk about are amazing. And I, I love talking to all of my family because um, I'm not sort of being weighed down and, uh, or feeling like I'm getting weighed down by all of the problems and the, um, the things that we were talking about in the past. So totally. it's a very important and powerful thing for people to learn about this sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, I feel like you should like take this to this, like the education system and be like, um, oh, so I can this be a curriculum <laughs> in school? Yeah, I would, I would absolutely love to. I mean, um, my partner always says sometimes my ambition is exhausting to even him. <laughs> he's, like, he's like literally the most supportive human alive. I love that man to pieces. Um, but he's just joking because yes, these are things I think about and that I'm totally passionate about. I think I'm not the only one too, you know, I think of course no, yeah. the wellness professionals yeah. and it's a really, um, I think that, they, that is improving as well. There's mindfulness in schools and meditation and stuff. So mm -hmm. we're moving in the right direction for sure. But 100% yeah. communication. I mean, we girl, take it, to, take it to the Australian school something or other. Just I'm like, I've got to deal with the adults first. <laughs> okay, yeah, fair. Them. And hopefully we can take our kids. Help the adults first. <laughs> so we can break the cycle. <laughs> Like it ends with us. True. Yes. Well, and I'm, I, I totally feel that millennials are going to break the cycle of all of this sort of stuff because we're so much more conscious and aware of these sorts of things. Um, and we live in, in a time where we, ha we are able to create amazing platforms like your platform yeah. to be able to share with people all over the world. And I absolutely love that 
you saw a gap in the market where um, having a having a life coach or or doing these programs or going to these events is a very expensive thing, and there's not a not everybody can afford that. So mm. you, you filled the gap by creating this platform and making it accessible to people all over the world who, and you, and you just need an internet connection really. Yeah. Like, and I always joke, I'm like, if you, if you, if you love it, just buy me a coffee each week and we'll call it even. Like, <laughs> I, want, I want everyone to, if, if you can afford a coffee every week, you can afford this. And, Amazing. And I think, that's that's business essentially from my perspective is we hear the terms like mission-based business and all that thrown around a lot or you know like service-based you know all that kind of stuff but fundamentally that's what business is right like Mm -hmm. money is an exchange of energy i say i'm going to give you this because i believe that it's worth it i let's say Mm -hmm. i did i used my time to earn this money and you used your time to bake that cake and i say yes that is valuable to me so we're exchanging Mm -hmm. energy it's like I'm saying, yes, that's a value. So if people want to get into business, just create something meaningful that's going to help people's lives. And it Mm. might not be as literal as a life coaching platform, but it might be, um, it can be anything that's going to make people's lives enriched. Like how can Mm. we think about business like that and, and relationship and life full stop? Not how can I get, but how can I give? Mm. I really believe that life supports life that we will be given back to. And of course, in order to be of service, you've got to be fit for service. We've got to take care of ourselves. Like people say, what's my purpose? I'm like, take such damn good care of yourself that there's a little bit extra left over that you can actually mm. share your gifts with the world. You can take care of other people. Yes. So, And I think to your point, like millennia was breaking the system. The amazing thing with the internet is, is our ability to cooperate. We, mm. we have this exceptional ability to cooperate and collaborate and yeah, the sky's the limit when, it, when, when we can all come together and converge and use all our different skill sets. Um, and, and if we then focus that energy on what can we give to the world mm. instead of what can we get, like, wow, I don't know. Totally. And this is actually something that I, I try to preach to my clients and uh, just people in general, even uh, just in regards to social media, you, mm. you, you need to be providing value to your audience and, um, mm helping them in some way, not just posting random things or talking about your company or whatever, and then expecting people to want to work with you. They're not going to want to work with you. If you're just talking about you all the time, you need to be talking (laughs) about how you can help people (laughs) and what, uh, like actually teaching them what genuinely excites you. Like, Hey, this is fucking dope. You got to check this. Sorry. (laughs) Dropped an F bomb. Whoopsies. Oh, it's fine. (laughs) advisory um the parental <laughs> lock system is advised um, <laughs> my bad but yeah like sharing what excites you like at worst social media is a is like a virtual ego where we can construct and manipulate and coerce people for who we think we are but at best <laughs> like a virtual art gallery of all the things we think are meaningful and interesting and important and you know, so it's like, which way are we using the tools? Because it's not the tools that are the issue. It's yeah. it's how we use the tools. So I think yeah. you're so right with social media. Like, just be honest. I know mm. it's like, oh, people want the silver bullet. I talk about this all the time, like in business, in fitness, in life coaching. They're like, just just 
tell me that I can take this pill and I'll like my body will change or tell me I can use this program or tell me you're going to tell me how to do my social media and I'm going to get a million followers overnight. And like, no one wants the truth that like consistency and authenticity is king. Just be honest and be consistent. (laughs) Like they're like sort of does my head in because sometimes people come to me and they're like, Taylor, I just want to get 10 K followers. How do I get 10 K? And I'm like, uh, consistency, hard work, like putting in the hours of engaging. I can't just, unless you want to buy followers, it's just, it's not going to happen overnight, but I totally agree. Like people just want the the one thing or the the quick fix or the pill or whatever it's going to be to get them to the point where they want to go. They're not willing to put in the work to actually get there. And I say it lovingly because I'm that people. Like I wish I did that too. I'm doing the work and I'm consistent. I wish I didn't have to, but you know, like so it's like I, I lovingly point the finger and three are pointing back at me. Like, you know, it's like yeah. we we are like this as beings. So let's like understand the fundamentals of, of <laughs> who we are and how we are so that we can play to our strengths and not our weaknesses. But yes. Yeah. And it's not a quantity issue as well. For those of you that are like, I need 10,000 followers. Like if you're not even serving your hundred followers, like forget about 10,000, like serve the people. And that's my business strategy now. Like when I first started the platform, I made a personal video message for every single person on there. It took me days, but I was like, I, it's not about, um, you know, yeah, of course it's going to be fantastic when the platform continues growing and I'm able to reach more people. And because of that, I'm able to expand the business and do more and grow and, and be able to um, provide a job for people and their families and a place they love working. Like, yes, yes, yes. And yes. And we'll get there. But if I'm not serving the people that are with me already, like what the F is the point? Like, would it evolve your soul to have more if you can't even be grateful for what you have now? Mm. No. So if you've got 150 Instagram followers, if you've got 50 Instagram followers, if you had, my partner says to me, if you had those people in a room, um, that's, that's a lot of people. So like, and I always think, and I, and I share with people like share with intention. Don't just share like, Oh yeah, blah, 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 whatever. Like stop and think if I had 50 people in this room right now, like what would I want to say? Mm. You know? and yeah maybe it's silly just to make them laugh and make them smile that's okay maybe it's to make them think maybe it's to inspire them maybe it's to teach them something like there's no right or wrong but just um it's not the quantity really mm. like we say quality over quantity but like for real though speaking of we can say a hundred uh hear a thing a thousand times we're like yeah yeah blah blah quality over quantity i want ten thousand instagram followers <laughs> it's like <laughs> no, no though like hold up yeah totally and i i love that you made the personal messages as well for the people, the first people who signed up for your platform, because those people that by you doing that, you're cre- creating raving fans. You're creating people who actually can see that you're invested in their personal growth and you appreciate them so much that they've invested in you um, and your platform. You've taken the time out of your day to, actually create a personal message for them. So doing little things like that guys, like, and actually uh, like making it personal, providing value. That's really something that's going to help you in terms of your business and in terms of um, actually sharing your mission and, and what you're trying to do with the world. So yeah, that's absolutely, that's yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, pretty like, much. I had a, um, a friend say to me the other day, she was like helping me, um, do some copy and she was like what's your USP I was like that I actually give a shit 
And I'm, I'm, I'm kidding and being facetious, of course, but I yeah. think, you know, it's, it's so important to show people that you care. Like when people, those little things, if you're starting a business, like how many of us have terrible customer service experiences? I had one recently with a, um, a car company. I hired a car. I'm visiting Australia at the moment, visiting my family. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I was like, this is horrific. And it inspires <laughs> me so much to do so well with my customers like when people email me and are like hell stroppy which happens by the way guys not everyone's gonna love you and what you do newsflash if you want to start a business people are not gonna like you get used to it it's fine (laughs) people be like i want to cancel like you suck They're just like, I want to cancel. How do I cancel? And blah, blah, blah. And they might be like stroppy because they're frustrated and can't figure out how to do something, which by the way, guys, is actually pretty simple. Um, it's one <laughs> cancellation, uh, but that's okay. But I'm always really nice. I'm like, by yeah. the way, hope you're taking something you learned from. If people like can't, you know, I'm just like, here you go. Give them a step-by-step. I've given people free codes. So I'm like, have another month on me. People are like, really? Because they're so used to being treated like shit. Mm. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that. It's not worth it to be like, oh, I'm going to keep your, your like $20 or whatever it is. If you're thinking short term, when that mm. person's going to sh- like rip shreds off you to their friends and family and say that you're like the worst service business restaurant, whatever it is. Yeah, ever, totally. Treat people like humans. Just be so effing kind. Be like exceptional. You don't have to be un- like, if someone's being unreasonable, of course. But like, I always just like to think, people are so unfortunately in the cor- with corporations and businesses used to being treated so poorly that when you treat them really well, they're actually yeah. so surprised. Like I've actually hooked people back in because they were like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I will try it for another month. And they end up staying on. Cause I just, because I was nice to them when they canceled. Yeah. <laughs> That's epic. Well, and that just goes to show that if they actually sort of sat down and properly had a look at, at the platform and what you were doing in the first place, then they probably wouldn't have needed to cancel because they can see that you you are providing them a lot of value and actually helping them to change things that they need to change in their life. So um, props to you well, for doing that. Good job. Best, best case scenario, yes. But I love the saying, you can be the juiciest peach in the world and still some people won't like peaches. I know. I love peaches though. <laughs> We're all good. <laughs> all right, girl. Well, it's getting about time to wrap up um, for our listeners out there. If you had one last thing that you wanted to say um, to them all before we do wrap up, what would it be? I would say it's my belief that our mission and purpose here is to take incredible care of ourselves. So start there and start simple and take such good care of yourself, mentally, physically, emotional, spiritually, so that you maybe even have a little leftover to care for the people around you, to create something meaningful, to create a legacy, a business, a product. But that comes from the surplus of energy that we get when we take amazing care of ourselves. So I would just say, take really, really good care of yourself, guys. I love that. Fill your cup up until it overflows. Yes, my cup overfloweth. I love it. Where can, um, where can everyone find you online? If they, if they want to check out the platform or um, check out your socials, where can we find you? Yes, they can find me at litupforlife.com, litupforlife.com. You get seven days for free. 
try it out. Uh, and on Instagram, I'm fairly active. It's, it's a tough one. Angelika Alana, <laughs> A-N-G-E-L-I-K-A-A-L-A-N-A. Lots of A's. <laughs> Perfect. All right, guys, go check it out. Um, if you um, have have been listening today and think that these are potentially some things you need to start working on or thinking about or need assistance with someone to sort of walk you through it or hold your hand, but you can't afford to pay um, a life coach the $5,000, $10,000 or to go to their event or whatever. Um, this is the platform that you need. Angelica, thank you so much for joining me. I'd had an absolutely amazing time chatting to you today and hearing about the epic stuff that you're doing for the world. Oh, thank you so much for having me and may your journey continue to be blessed thanks for doing what you do you're welcome bye guys want even more millennial business insights and to connect with like-minded business owners from around the world join our facebook community for tips on how to take your business to the next level and chat with myself and other listeners all you have to do is visit facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash millennial girls media gang to be a part of this wonderful community For show notes and downloads, head to www.themillennialbusinesspodcast.com where you can find out more about this week's guest and me. If you enjoyed this week's show, would you just take a screenshot and post it to your Insta story? I know this episode could help so many other business owners to see the amazing changes that they can make to grow their business exponentially. Until next time, my awesome listeners, keep chasing your big business goals and thank you so much for tuning in to the Millennial Business Podcast.